One of the biggest things to help you grow in your business is sometimes one of the hardest things for us to want to do, and that is fail. But by failing, that is how we experience growth. Over the years, there have been many negative connotations put into the world about failure and how we should avoid it. But what does failure mean to you? You're going to love the discussion we have in this episode. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Growth Podcast, where we talk about growth of business, growth of self, and growth of wealth. Because without growth, we're actually going backwards. Here's your hosts, Natasha Altoff and Phil Kelly. Okay, welcome to episode one of our new podcast, Growth. Welcome. It's exciting. You excited, Tash? I'm pumped. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, that's good. <laughs> do you want me to do a dance? It's a podcast. No, well, yes, I know. I know. This is really cool, though. We're, this is a podcast that we're going to cover stuff talking about business, growth of business, growth of self, and growth of... What's the last one? Let's grow some wealth. Wealth. I like that. I just always <laughs> grow that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So I'm Phil. And I'm Tash. And together, Phil and I are pretty much obsessed with growth. Would you say that? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yes. Growth in all areas, really. And um, we were saying growth in personal, growth in business, and growth in wealth. But there actually is a little bit of a system. Like, you can't grow your business unless you've grown yourself. If you're still operating with a... I'm 14 and, you know, blaming your parents for not giving you what you want and having temper tantrums and not growing at all as a person, you really won't have the capacity to build a business. And if you haven't built a business or reached the echelon in the employment field of what you want to do, it's very hard to grow sustainable wealth personally. Yeah. So all of those things are kind of intertwined, which is why we're obsessed with all of them. Yes, and we want to share this with you every week. Yeah. What we've learned and what we're, um, what we're kind of studying so at the moment. If you're the person that picked on me in high school when I said, I'm going to go read a personal development book and you went, why would you want to read that? If you've ever, never even heard of the book Think and Grow Rich, never heard of being in a business mastermind, never really invested in growth of any kind, you might want to skip this podcast, you know? <laughs> Or it may oh open, God. or it may open up your mind to a brand new world. That's it. That's it. So because it's all to... about growth. So we got to it, like anybody can grow. True. So it doesn't matter where you are on your journey right now. If you are a little seedling, um, the only thing is that you have to want to burst through that soil. Yes. Yes. Exactly right. Um, for people who don't know or never heard of us, don't know who we are. Yeah, I can I can tell them I can actually how I do this I'll tell them a little bit about you right. you tell them a little bit about me does that okay. sound good I will, I will correct you as always if you miss I, I know I know <laughs> so let me tell you about Tash Tash is a business builder she's created uh, multiple million dollar businesses pretty cool she's also an investor investor of self investor of life investor into wealth mm-hmm. which is pretty cool um, she was I'll say was and is. It's a different, interesting transition period at the moment. But I'd say an elite athlete um, in the area of dressage had basically a, a dream goal since I think it was about, say about can I say about fifteen to maybe go to the Olympics. Oh, I think it started younger. But yeah. Started younger, but then really getting serious, kind yeah. of like later teens, early twenties, and life was basically built around um, going to the Olympics thing. and the, we'll tell you what it is, dressage. Now for those, <laughs> when, when Tash first told me, when we first met, I was, um, I was 16 and said, Tash was talking about dressage. I didn't know what it is, but basically if you want to picture it, you're sitting on a horse, you're doing kind of like that rhythmic gymnastics, f- 
for horse riders. So you're going around an arena, it's a 60 meter by 20 meter arena, and they go around and basically teach the horse to do fancy things. Skip, we'll go with, go with like flying change, which is skipping, dancing on the spot, doing pretty cool things. And um, you've basically gone, kind of been pursuing that for your entire life until a bit of a course correction recently, mm. um, where you're just kind of like a rebirth of Tash. But basically, yes. that focus taught you many, many things, like how we're building businesses on the side whilst pursuing this goal and becoming, I guess, in the, in the top echelon, a handful of riders in Australia. And growing two children for us. Yes, and a mother of two amongst all of that as well. So that's you. That's Absolutely. you in a nutshell. How does that sound? Was that Thank pretty... you. That's very kind. I, I just think, you know, my sport is going around in a circle trying to look the prettiest. So you said that much nicer. Thank you. Yeah, that's all good. <laughs> all right, and Phil. Phil, if you are listening to this podcast and you've never seen a picture of Phil, Phil is the epitome of good health. Um, we did meet and start dating when we were 16 years old. So I have known this man for a very long time and he is an extraordinary example of what consistency and commitment will get you. He is also a very successful business owner and investor and builder. Um, I couldn't have done anything in the business without him. We are definitely a team. Um, he's brilliant at what he does. He's very good with the investing. He sticks by his investment rules, doesn't let emotion affect any part of his life, whether it is, should I go to the gym or not because I do or don't feel like it. He just goes. Um, should he invest or not invest? Well, what does the rule say? I'll just follow that. And it's something I, I fully admire and hope that you can teach me and everyone listening because I think that is the key to your success, your commitment and your consistency. Dad of two. You, I hope so. Otherwise, I don't know what happened. Yes, you did. You you did help me grow two children. You you were a contributing factor. To... We're in the process. They're only five and seven at the moment, so yes. it's a interesting part of our life in, in our in this new kind of world now of lockdowns and stuff like that. So, and it's pretty much our obsession. It's um, so yes. When we say growth of businesses, wealth, and personal, um, all of that accumulates to how can we help these two little humans grow into the best two little humans that they want to be not what we want them to be how they came onto the planet is perfect um, with all their idiosyncrasies and with all their imperfections it's completely perfect and we just want to support those two little humans into um, believing in themselves um, loving themselves and not feeling that they have to change or conform to anything yeah. outside and as as we kind of go through these episodes, we're going to share our journey of um, the, maybe the transition from schooling life of them to homeschooling, which will be is an interesting um, journey that we're uh, pondering at the moment and and just working out. But um, yeah, for those who are either um, listening or watching, I know Tash Tash said um, she wanted to let you know she wants me to cut my hair. We've been yes. we've been in lockdown for no excuse. For I have clippers. I'd like to see a hairdresser. I actually had a head. I was going to say I had a hairdressing appointment booked in recently for Tasha's big birthday, and I was going to cut my hair short for her, but um, I didn't book it. Plus, there was actually lockdown at the time, so it didn't can we all go back to point number one? He didn't book it. No, um, but anyway, I think let's get into today's uh, episode. Great. I'm excited about this one. It's actually Good. a really cool topic and a big topic. All right. I think we have lots of interesting things to delve into it. So the topic is, Tash, it is that um, we need failure to have growth. Mm. And failure 
is an interesting term at the moment. Like, well, just not in, in, in at the moment. It's an interesting word. People have a lot of thoughts around what does failure yeah. so mean. So what, what comes to mind when we say failure? I want everyone to just close their eyes or not if you're driving. But just have take that, take that 10 seconds to go failure and what does your brain say? So failure might say, you might go, ah, or not good, or bad thing, or something to avoid at all costs, or don't ever do it. Um, would you agree? That's what most people's patterns are around failure. It, it is around. It's a um, more of a negative connotation. Mm. It's a fear. I was going to ask you, Tash, first question. They're kind of like, well, why do you think um, people fear failure? It's got to be conditioning. So we, you have to remember when you came onto the planet, you didn't know anything. You didn't know anything. So if, and when you started living life, you failed always <laughs> and I guess the, the first one that we can all identify with even though none of us probably remember it is learning to walk so no one on the planet learned to walk by just standing up one day and walking you learn to walk by numerous failures and what every parent hopefully or what every child experienced when they were learning to walk is love support and complete indifference and... Um, Encouragement, I was going to say yeah. as well. And there was this indifference to failure. Like, no, there was not one child, hopefully, that fell on their bottom and a, a parent rushed over and said, that's it, you had your chance to learn how to walk, picked them up by the nappy and threw them into the cot and said, no more walking for you. Um, but if you think about what happens in the future... If you fail at something, normally the whip comes down. Like even I can think in my own childhood. Yep, okay, so huge encouragement was given when I was learning to walk. But all of a sudden, um, I fail a maths test in year 10 and my parents are grounding me saying how bad I am, how naughty I am and how I better learn and I've got to go study and do extra stuff. Mm. So it seems like, like early on in life, especially when we're babies, um, there is a lot more encouragement around failure, and they don't even have the word failure. When someone's when a child's learning to walk, yeah. um, it's 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 not um, you tried three times and now you failed. Yeah. It's there is a universal acceptance that it takes as long as it takes, yeah. and you will be loved and supported through the process, however you do it. And yeah. it's always rammed down people's like, oh, should my child be learning to walk before they're one? What if they're one and they're not walking? Everyone encourages, everyone learns to do it at the same time, at a different pace. Don't compare yeah. yourself to any other baby or, you know, parents shouldn't mm. compare their baby. Rah, rah, rah. Then all of a sudden after that, and I'm not quite sure when it happens, when they're seven, when they start going to school, when they're 10, but all of a sudden now it's not okay. Yeah, I think it's actually a transition um, I actually looked up before because I wanted to see what does what does the computer say the definition of failure is? I don't know. What is the... I feel it's a bit negative, but anyway, it's, <laughs> it's only three words. Lack of success is what they're kind of saying. Well, that's true. It, it is true, but you know, as, as, as a baby is trying to learn to walk, you know, oh, there's a lack of success there. There's a there's a yeah. failure. There's... I've never heard <laughs> that as the explanation. No, no. So, um, yeah, there is this, this kind of transition um, from... And, and I feel failure. humans know a lack of success is such a horrendous thing. All humans should be successful. And I don't know where we learnt that and where we get taught that again, school. Mm. It seems that, you know, it's this place where it's like, now we're going to compare you to the other 25 kids in the class and there will be the best reader in the class and the worst reader in the class. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh. Well, actually, interestingly on that, I was reading something and they were kind of tracking 
how often was the word failure used throughout time and when did it kind of peak? And they, and they seem to say that there was a peak around um, in like the maybe the late 80s into the 90s. And this guy thought that... Um, so right when we were growing up, just to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, and maybe even a little bit after. But we, we even saw the changes happen. And this happened at school, I was going to say, as well. So we're going to transition this later on into business. But for right now, I just want to get a big I'm big enjoying the discussion. Um, but anyway. But it kind of transitioned when they, they said that um, the mentality at school and stuff like that was, okay, everybody wins. Yeah, everybody, I didn't experience e that. Everybody gets a trophy you get the instead of like positions in a running race you get the participation yes. award um which we see that happen now with yeah. the kids i never i just came last yeah. i was told your shit yeah <laughs> and, and 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 so i think the, this softening of all this and and then more probably more in recent times is and it's probably a, a, a quite a strong one with social media is oh, that oh gosh oh no yeah i haven't even said what i'm going to say yet yes. but in social media uh, people's portrayals of their life is really only showing the best bits, isn't it? Of course. They're, they're, ne they're never showing, like, this is the story. Oh, today I got up, I made three phone calls, they all failed, people hung up on me, da-da-da. But yeah. look at this beautiful plate of food. Look at this, me smiling, doing this. And I think that's also so people out there are not seeing other people's failures to get to success. Yes. Um, and they're only and seeing the best bits. And plus, so not only is the human itself curating the best bits and not showing the worst bits, but then there's actual technology that helps them do that. Isn't there like filters? Yes. I am the prettiest woman in the world when I am on Zoom with that makeup Zoom filter. And this camera has no filters on it. Just I'm sorry <laughs> for everyone watching. Um, no, I did not put makeup on. I, I, I tend to not do that. Um, but Zoom will do it for me. I'm sure, is there, I'm not up with the lingo, but is there a Snapchat filter or something? Oh, there's Instagram filters and all that um, stuff. And so, as you said, so not only are we choosing the best bits, the best bits are even getting amplified and getting more color and more filters laid on to just look even more exceptional. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And terrifying. Like, I, I'm glad we're talking about it. I feel enough people aren't talking about it. I feel people somewhere in the background of their mind know that social media isn't real. But because they're in it, it feels real. So it feels, as you said, that everyone else is more successful, everyone else is happier, everyone else is winning, everyone else is having this awesome life and I'm looking at my life and this is the worst, one of the worst, I love human beings and I love the humanness of being human, but one of our flaws is that we find it very, very hard to not compare. Because mm -hmm. think about it, think about your life if you didn't have that ability to do that. Your brain just could not make any comparisons. Now, the brain has the ability to make comparisons because it's very important for survival, I would think. Yes. Like you've got to compare this fruit that you know is safe to the unknown fruit and maybe trying to juice which one to eat. Um, but when you're comparing your life to, oh, stop, stop, pain, pain, yeah. pain, pain, and you're creating it. And most yes. people aren't aware. I'm not creating it. They, they feel great. They suddenly go on social media. Half an hour later, they're like, I don't feel so good. And they're not actually aware why that happened. Yeah. So we've talked about like the negative things and all that stuff. And let's start to make the transition about okay. what is the 
what is what is good things about failure? What does failure teach us? What there's so many there's so many things, and I, I think from your um, studies and stuff like an NLP, we can certainly reframe the word, yes. and we can we can have a reframe for us around what is failure. So what would yes. you what would you think for you? So I think just you you guys are getting to know Phil and I, and I, I, I'm pretty much an open book. So just so you know, I grew up thinking I was stupid, horrendous, useless, pathetic just the worst human being on the planet. Um, and I had to reprogram and recondition that. So I came across personal development and NLP. Um, NLP stands for neuro-linguistic programming. And there is, a, there is a tool in that basically to understand that we get to define what words mean to us, what anything means to us, that our brains are the meaning makers and we get to decide the meaning, which was a beautiful gift to me. So failure, exactly. I wanted to avoid failure at all costs. Failure was just another, like everyone expected failure of me. I expected failure of myself. So whenever I did fail, it was like, well, of course, because you're Tash. So if you wanted to um, avoid (laughs) failure at all costs, that cost you something else in return, didn't it? Yes. Well, I didn't get to do anything. Exactly right. Great. It's great. So um, for me, when you say the word failure, I've been reprogrammed. I can guarantee you say failure, I go, is my green light to go? That's my biggest one. So failure is my green light to go. The next one is failure is my stepping stone to success. I'd actually written that down. That was my next one. Is that your one? Um, Well, I was thinking, when I was thinking about it is um, almost what we had titled for this, failure equals growth. Yes, like that was... so that's your one. So when you hear the word failure, you just go growth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you want me to tell you? And I was th- thinking why and, and a, a massive analogy I thought of was I love I love Jim, right? You do. I do. He I does. Do. We're on holidays. He's at the gym. I'm bring, I'm we are my... doing a layover in Singapore and he is jogging next to me while I'm trying to get sleep because we're all jet lagged going, I've got to get my steps in. I love you to death. I think you're incredible. Apparently the best way to overcome jet lag is doing a hard <laughs> exercise routine when you get there. Well, I was tired and I wanted to sleep. <laughs> but the gym and health is a really, really interesting. So I, I like to take one down. I do weight training. I just enjoy it. it. It's fun. And if I went into the gym and I never uh, failed in doing my exercises... Yeah. I would what? I would stay stagnant. I wouldn't. I would stay where I am. You would I not am. be the specimen that I get to look at every oh, day. Thank you. <laughs> uh, like in in order to go to the gym. So just say you're you're doing it. People know a bench press or a squat or something like that. You have to push yourself to failure every time you go there to equal growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as Arnie said, kind of you actually only start growing when you're just about to fail. You, when you think, okay, I'm done, I've hit like eight reps, I can't do any more, but you can push out a nine, a 10, and an 11. That's when the growth happens. And we're actually- And caveat of- Arnie, he's on first name basis, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yes, <laughs> he's, he's on my door. Um, that's a different uh, story. But-, but back to failure equals growth. Yeah, yes. and, and, and so kind of like within the, in the gym there, without um, failing, you don't grow. And, and if, if they actually go down to a like microscopic level, why does this happen? Because when you actually fail in the gym, you actually get like micro tears in your muscles. So you actually have, you're breaking them, you're kind of ripping the yeah. muscles apart and then in them um, rebuilding, it grows stronger. You have like little phoenix from the ashes every day. 
So, so for me, when I think about uh, failure, that's why I think of it being in growth, and that's in all areas, kind of like with business, with health, with wealth, and all that stuff. So, um, a, a failure is just a feedback uh, to you that you are um, you're growing, you're on the right track, keep going. I love that. And Phil is, you know, he's he's really. Um he doesn't have trauma and damage, I always say. Like he's put together really well, he was raised really well and he's just all good. Um, so of course, failure means growth to you in every de- defiance of the word. Well, the, the, and I was gonna say, well, this, I find it easier in some areas, like the health and things like you that. I, I, I have to then think of those ones when I'm finding a challenging area mm-hmm. and go, hey, apply the same principles that you do here yes. because it might seem scary or whatnot, but if you apply the same principles, you know that at the end of it, if your definition is growth um, or what it is for you. And I know we're talking about failure. I could go, maybe this is a podcast for another time because we can can go a level deeper Mm. because if people are going, okay, um, if you're saying to be successful in any area, I need to grow in that area. And that's kind of what we're saying, correct? Mm. Um, And if you're saying, okay, and to grow in any area, I need to fail, yes, that's what we're saying, then what do you think comes up for pretty much every human on the planet and they're probably turning us off right now because what do you think is coming up for them? That's uncomfortable. And deeper than, I love it. Like, <laughs> feels like that's mildly uncomfortable. What do you think they're really experiencing? Fear. Yeah, full-blown fear, which could be mildly uncomfortable according <laughs> to Phil. But for us emotional people, um, that's so freaking scary. It's not funny. Like what the actual, are we swearing in this podcast? You can do whatever you need to. <laughs> what the actual fuck? You want me to do something that I have been avoiding my whole life because of judgment, because of ridicule, because of... Um, disappointment. People, if, especially if you're the perfectionist personality, so as a baby, you weren't born a perfectionist. That is a strategy you built to function in the world and to avoid pain and experience happiness as much as possible. So you went, if I just am perfect, that will get me around. Um, and we say, just fail all the time you'll learn stuff and with those learnings you'll be better which will allow you to grow which will allow you to do new things and those new things will bring more growth in there's so many people screaming going i can't do that yeah that definitely is a um a deeper podcast for another level that's sorry you know me i can't just do surface because it's never about what we're talking about if we just do a rah-rah podcast about oh you know what you should just fail more often because then you'll grow and then you'll be successful bye bye now um that's negating the understanding of actually how challenging and how confronting that can be yeah exactly but we'll i think we'll go into that because i think you could talk for a good hour you want to go there no, no, later. Next that, one, how to overcome know. fear. Yep, let's yeah. do a whole fear series because yeah. that's, that's a little bit my pet topic. <laughs> <laughs> but there has been, I, I, I looked up and we've all heard there's, there's a number of stories out there of famous people. That, and, and you can look yes. at these stories as inspiring. What's the first one? If you would think off the top of your head, um, people... It's probably not where you're leading me to. I've just got Spanx Lady. Yes, I have that written down okay. too. But also, before we go there, I had like, um, we've got... I'm used to have a big poster on your arena about all this stuff and it was, yes. and you had Michael Jordan on there yes. as one of them. And when we hear Michael Jordan, we just think, it's probably in our head we think success. Everyone would think Best success. basketballer um, ever, 
Um, and, and amazing, uh, yeah. Just so let's really share, because I'm sure most people don't know what how unsuccessful he was. Yeah, well, I mean, early on, he didn't even make it onto, I think it was the high school basketball team. The guy just said, you're not good enough. Think about that for a second. Everyone remembers what it's like to be a teenager. The dream is the high school basketball competition. Uh, sorry, team. Yeah, or the college, whatever it is. Yes. yes. And the coach says, ha, no, you're not good enough. Yeah. There are 99.999% of people that get told that that freaking believe it and never play basketball again. And if I'm talking to you, let me send out love, let me send out hugs because it wasn't true. You just thought it was. So tell me what Michael did in the summer. So he, no, got cut from the team. You're not good enough. You can't play on this team. And then they went out for summer break. What did yeah, he do? He, he trained like a, a crazy person, didn't he? Like, I don't he even just... say like a mofo. <laughs> <laughs> no, just with an intensity and a growth. Well, if that, that for me just means work harder, work smarter. Just and what do you think he was often. experiencing in his training? Failure. Yeah, more failure. So he's like, okay, well, um, I better just get better at putting this ball in the hoop. And every time he did, it probably bounced out. For the first couple of weeks, first couple of months, I don't really understand basketball and I didn't know him, but I can only deduce it would have been more failure and ringing in his ears would have been, maybe they're right. Maybe I can't. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'm not good enough. But God forbid, this beautiful part of his brain, he would have had a little bit of a rebellion attitude or a little bit of something that was like, I'll show them. And when a person has a little bit of a fuck, fuck you, I'll show you, um, that's where greatness is born. Yeah. Um, And it didn't even stop there. Like, you know, he made it to the NBA, he made it to mm. the most elite level. And I had here he um so in his career he said I missed nine thousand shots. Yeah. That's a lot of that's a lot of shots missed. And then how many um shots uh winning shots did he miss? Did you get that? Stat? I've got I've got them all here. Oh, yeah. Well, for any so he um twenty six times he was given the ball at their last countdown yes. to win the game. Yeah. Twenty six times Did didn't. We, but people people don't know these stats. And then three hundred times I think three hundred games um lost. Um, in in his career there yeah. as well at the elite level, but when we think of Michael uh, Jordan, we just think the best elite um, yeah. success, like you know all that stuff. But he had this uh, massive uh, failure to to have growth as well. Yeah. And the strength, it it really is that strength to go. Yep, I lost. Yes. What did I freaking learn? Yeah. And he, I mean, you, I think that Netflix documentary's been out. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. We'll put it in the notes. Can't remember what it's called. Um, but he, uh, yeah, take the learnings. Every failure doesn't, it doesn't matter because it gives you freaking knowledge. Yeah. And can I talk about the cliched one? Obviously, the one everyone's probably heard of. Sure, because I can't um, think of it. <laughs> Thomas Edison. Oh, yes. Creator of the light bulb. Yes. And I don't know if it's either tried a thousand or ten thousand times. It, Let's it, go with ten thousand. It's a better story. It's a better story. But basically, he had um, ten thousand, nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. Let's go with that mm-hmm. failures to get the light bulb to work. And a, and a reporter came up to him yes. and said, "How did it feel to fail nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine times?" And what, what did he say, Tad? Oh, what did he say? This again? It's all mindset. He said, "I'm sorry." To the reporter, yeah, um, I, to fail as well, I, I didn't fail 9,999 times to invent a light bulb. I 
successfully discovered 9,999 ways how to not invent a light bulb. Boom! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that is why we have lights. Like, thank you, Thomas Edison. Yes. Like, thank you to all these humans that successfully learned how to not do something so they could one day successfully hold what they were yeah. looking for in there. And I think it goes hand in hand with saying like um, that every, every person's success or every one of my successes is stacked on top of failures. Oh. So, so sometimes the, the, if, it's, if the more failures are stacked there, then you get the success. The success is actually greater and bigger, isn't it? Yes. Like the more you're failing. Well, we're, we're journey people. Yeah. So I have this talk. Phil and I travel a lot. And we were traveling France or Germany, I don't know. But it was hilly. It was alpine areas and I said to Phil because we're in the summer and lots of people like to bike ride these hills and I said to Phil do you think um, if you got dropped off at the top of the hill so then you could just coast all the way down because you'd probably go for about an hour all the oh, way down amazing. on the bike. You don't even have to pedal on the way yeah, down. Yeah, so there's no pedaling. You'd yeah. literally coast. You're just going to steer your bike and you're going to see the beautiful scenery of Germany. Let's assume it was Germany because I think it was. Um, does it feel the same as if you cycled all the way up? and you sweat it and your legs are burning and you can't breathe and it's the hardest thing you've ever done and it's you've got to stop and there's just pain, pain or whatever else you're experiencing and then get the gift of coasting down knowing that you have earned this gift because you pedaled and went through all this hardship to get up or is it the same feeling when you just start at the top? Mm. And Phil and I have debated it and we both firmly believe the coasting is one-tenth of the experience than yeah. if you had done all the work to get up in the first place. Yeah. And that's, again, the metaphor that we live by. We are not, we are human beings, which means there is a lot of pain, there's a lot of stress, there's a lot of drama, there's a lot of challenge in our lives because we're human and that's the human experience. Um, but every, every single bit of it is so we can enjoy the coasting bits when yeah. they come. Yeah, exactly. Can I t do one more example of that? Of the coasting? Just, just like, just how we can, yes, yes. I just want to, maybe it's a me thing, you can cut it out in the edit. But you know when you do hay? So Phil and I yes. used to have a farm and you have to go and collect hay, 3,000 bales of hay. It's normally within four hours because a big thunderstorm's coming and the hay can't get wet. And it's in, in uh, where we're living, it's normally like 40 degrees, which, which I think is, is like a, 100. about 100, 105, 110 Fahrenheit. Sounds, yeah. Um, and it's it's hot. It's dusty. It's hot. You've got to wear, you wear full jeans, long sleeve tops. Because scratch you. Yeah. Yeah. So you're covered in clothes. You're covered covered in hay I get bad hay fever so I just have snot pouring out of my nose my eyes are crying because there's just so much you are the dirtiest you've ever been you're the tiredest you've ever been you're the most uncomfortable you've ever been and the hottest you've ever been that shower is the best shower I've ever had in my life and it's the same as the shower from the day before it's the same, the same shower. as the shower of the day I didn't after change the shower. I just changed my experience before I had that so if you're just seeking pleasure and just seeking the wins in life and just going, I'll be happy when I have a million dollars or I'll be happy when my business does X or I'll be happy when my husband and my kids do X, Y, Z, that's not the point. And you'll never get that feeling. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, side note. Yeah. Where and I guess the, the last um, story, which kind of segues this bit more directed towards business, is the story of Sarah Blakely. Yes. 
um, which you can share if you'd like to, because that's a great, because we're taking lessons and learnings from that to apply to our kids as well. Yes. So she is one of my heroes. If you don't know Sarah Blakely, if you've heard of Spanx, she is the founder of Spanx. Um, and she uh, has always talked about in interviews that her father, when she would come to the dining room table, would say, hey, Sarah, what did you fail at today? And if Sarah couldn't give her him an answer, she wasn't allowed to eat dinner. She had to go and fail at something and then come back and, and report what she had failed at because it was a very thing in the, in the family and especially she knew from her father that it failure was to be celebrated. Failure was awesome. Failure was, you know, going to mean that she would be successful and Spanx is everywhere now I think it's a billion dollar company she's a goddamn rock star Um, maybe even one of the youngest entrepreneurs to reach a billion Mm. Um, self-made yeah yeah definitely is a self-made one but again you read her story and how she failed and how she had to hustle and how Mm. disappointment after disappointment and disaster upon disaster Um, it's every entrepreneur has the same story so it's just Will you push? Will you push through? And I think if people are going, if you are listening to this and maybe there's been a time in your life where you failed and you have continued to fail because of it, like it has become a defining moment in your life and you have just made yourself smaller and shied away from a million other opportunities because of what that taught you. And imagine if you flipped that all and expanded instead and said, well, okay, what did I learn from that? And I expect, like Phil and I expect failure. We just, we expect it. And as you said, with our kids, we do the same thing. We go around the table. What are you grateful for? How did you believe in yourself today? And what did you freaking fail at? Yeah. And people can kind of say, well, you shouldn't be like saying that to your kids. What did you fail at today? Because in their head, they've got that negative connotation mm. with failure. For us, it's like, what did you try today? What did you experience? What did you learn? Because it's by having a shot and failing that you that you learn. There is no learning yeah. without failure in, in anything, really. Not in anything. You want to ride a horse. You want to go to the gym. Yeah. You want to do anything. You have to, have to, have to fail. And you should be celebrated for that. Because if you failed at something, that means you tried a new thing. You tried to learn a new skill and maybe you haven't mastered it yet. You took a chance. You stepped out of the comfort zone. And all those things in our house and in our world are freaking good things. Yeah. Exactly, and in and in same with us with with business, we have yeah. we've put together. We've, we've, there's been many, many, many times of failure, yeah. um, creating products, creating a launch. I remember some of our launches like super excited. We're going to launch this. We're going to teach people this. Um, we're going to get these many people into a, a course or something like that to help them, and it's flopped. It's failed. I say flopped. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I. I Yes, there have been definitely things that have not gone according to plan. Um, And definitely, um, like I look back at any success we've had with our business and I can just see it again, as you said, stacked from all the learnings that we got from the things that didn't work. Um, Yeah, they're absolute gifts and they're absolute. But we never, this is the key point, you don't experience the win if the fail keeps you down. It's the whole Muhammad no. Ali, you know, get to hit nine times, get up ten. Yeah. There's actually a really, really cool quote from um, a guy. <laughs> very cool this guy. is very cool. Winston Churchill. Oh, he's a cool guy. Um, because you no, know, earlier I did. We had the de- definition of well, and when I looked at the definition of failure from the computer, all it had was lack of success. Well, he his um, quote says success consists of moving from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. It's it's like okay, failed. 
but that's and, and I think that was um, exemplified by uh, Thomas Edison. You know, that enthusiasm. Ah, he got to go another way. It didn't work. That's cool. I'm getting rid of all the ways um, not to have a light bulb. Yeah. Um, so that therefore, if I'm if I'm getting rid of them all, I can only I'm be getting closer close to my yeah. goal. Absolutely. And and keeping that enthusiasm as well. Um, as you say, get knocked over eight. And you will be called crazy by society yes. and you will be ridiculed or, you know, and good. If I'm getting people saying, oh, really? Oh, I don't agree with that. That's weird. That's, that's not what I would do. I'm like, oh, good. I'm on the right track. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate thing. I um, had read of, um, you know how you have to pass the bar exam to become oh, God, a, yeah. a lawyer or something like that. Yeah. There was a yes, I watch Suits. I know relatively famous person who... Um, failed. I don't know if you failed once or a couple of times, mm. but the media loved it. They broadcast everywhere in the newspapers. He failed his bar exam, failed his bar exam. Either so the next time or a few years later, he passed it. There was no media. There was no talk of him having the success to do it. People, people love to get you when you, you know, and when look, you're down. That's a whole other podcast, the cancel culture. And again, the social media of any tiny little mistake you make can be amplified and, and broadcast to the world. Whereas it, the, the, the wins and the good things, no one really cares. Yeah. You do realize that news has to be negative. If the news was just filled with, the firefighter saved the kitten today and 800 people are really happy and healthy and eating good food and 2,000 people are this and 5,000 people are this and they're all great and they're all good, then no one watches it. They actually did create Did they create that, a good news? They created a paper or something like that or a, a, a long time ago oh, and it didn't... They, so it, sad. Yeah. It didn't succeed. Yeah. And, you know, Phil and I refuse to watch the news. We don't have it on. People go, oh, so you're uneducated. No, we refuse to filter that stuff in. We know what's going on, enough of what we need to know, but we will not waste three hours of our life immersed in the pain and the stress and the drama. Like, no one ever feels good after exposing to that. So, yes, you have to know what's going on and you have to get that from sources you can trust, but you do not need to overindulge in that and obsess over that because, again, it's just changing that filter. Yeah. Um, and there's so many examples. Like you said, I actually have a dressage where I used to ride my horse. I had a dressage arena. That's just a fancy word for a sandpit where mm -hmm. we go around in circles on this horse and all along the roof um, or along the wall. And I'll get Phil to put a picture of that in the show notes. However you do it, I don't understand the tech. Um, is We had Oprah Winfrey. Yes. So fired as a reporter, um, told you'll never make it in media. Whoopsie. J.K. Rowling, all the publishers, that's not a good book. You should stop writing. You're not an author. Um, who else do we have? You had Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. What happened to him? Just so he failed as a lawyer, and, and failed as a prime minister. So how many times for president did president he try to get there? And then I think he, um, yeah, just yeah, all these failures before he became the success. Yeah, insane. Um, uh, With Michael Jordan up there. Yeah, we have Michael Jordan. Who's the other guy? Um, Gary Skilton, I believe, is a horse rider. Yes, so he had broken his neck yes. and then ended up getting a gold medal. And so there was Walt Disney. He was told he had no creativity and he would never make it. Just, oh, my favourite, not that we love the food, but my favourite story is good old Kentucky Fried Chicken, Colonel Sanders. So he's 
I think he was fired. He, it was it was in a really it was in a depression or something. He has no money, no prospects. I think he was in his sixties. Yeah, I was going to say. I think he was sixty four, and he's like, "What am I going to do?" And he's like, "Well, everyone says I make good chicken because he had this special herbs and spices that he would put on the chicken." He's like, "Maybe I'll just go sell my chicken recipe." So he knocks on the door of the restaurant, and says, "Do you want my chicken recipe?" And they say, "No." How many times, Phil, was he told no? Oh, I think well into the 40s, 50s, even 60s or something. Over like a that. thousand times. Oh, was it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> so over a thousand times people said, no, we don't want your fancy herbs and spices. We don't want your chicken recipe. Can you, can you comprehend being 64 years old, having no money, having no prospects, and even after the first 10 no's, keeping on going? I don't think I could have. I don't think I would have. I just can't comprehend that. And after it was about a thousand and fifth time, someone said, yeah, okay. And oh my God, like KFC is everywhere. So um, there's a million stories out there and um, there's no difference. Like if you go, yeah, but that's Oprah Winfrey, but that's Michael Jordan, but that's um, Colonel Sanders. And I think that's why I like Colonel Sanders because... um, uh, maybe he's, he's a little bit more normal. Like maybe you can identify with that. Yeah. He's 64. Yeah, he's not letting age become a barrier for him. Yeah. He's not letting rejection become a barrier. No. And he's still just turning up. And I think that that starts to get us, like there's almost kind of like rules, isn't there, for um, uh, or there's the traits that people have to overcome failure and turn it into a positive thing. Yes. And that's like he has like, so like resilience or mm-hmm. persistence with, mm-hmm. with him. Um, knowledge like learning what have I learned from you know because if we if we fail and don't learn from the failure that's a bit awkward yeah then you're probably going to keep failing I'm sure there's a quote (laughs) there from Einstein about kind of failure and doing the same thing over and over again Um, yeah Yeah. but it's kind of like that if if you if if you're not learning and you're doing the same mistake well let's let's try and learn from it yes Um, and when you bring up Einstein and when you bring up growth so Einstein says the, uh, the solution to the problem cannot be found by the same mind that created the problem. So think differently. So, so if your mind creates a problem and you don't grow your mind, you will never find the solution. It has to be changed. The mind that created the problem has to be changed to therefore find the solution. Yeah. So, yeah, Colonel Sanders, all these people, if you're like, oh, okay, but I'm not an Olympian or I'm not this or I'm not that, but you're a human and they're a human. Like, it's not like we're comparing monkeys and humans or giraffes and humans. Like, oh, of course the giraffe did that. Have you seen the size of his neck? It's a human, you're a human. And the only thing that's different is how you think about it and what you think about yourself. And believe me, I'm not gifted like Phil who just, you know, Phil thinks he's all right, it's no worries. He thinks he can do things. I grew up my whole life thinking there was something inherently hideously wrong with me, that there, that, that I was bad, that there, I was a problem, that I wasn't good and I couldn't do anything. And if I can overcome that and realize that that's not true, that's not my reality and um, work, and it's still a work in progress, isn't it, Phil? I'm still emotional and I'm still... I think we're all works in progress. We are. Well, we're all growing. Yes. That's the other thing, isn't it? Yes. And when it comes to business, if you guys are listening and you're business owners and you're like, okay, so are you really saying that I can have a successful business as long as if I fail, I learn from it and I keep going? Yes. Yes. The answer is just yes. 
So trust you enjoyed episode one. Make sure to hit like, subscribe, leave a review. Um, what else do they have to do? So if it's a podcast, they just have to leave a review. Yeah, and subscribe because we've got a heap more um, episodes coming up. Lots of exciting topics. Yes. Lots of exciting business, growth, um, all of the ones we mentioned. Just everything Phil and I are into. If you're into it, you want to hang out with us, have a chat. That's, yeah. that's what this is all about. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube, hit subscribe, leave us a comment, what you liked, what you would like us to talk about, any feedback. You want to follow us on social media. You can find us on Phil and Tash. All of that is in the show notes. And anything else? No, I think that's about a wrap for today. So, yeah, as long as we, we kind of go out the message um, failure equals growth. Please go out and fail today. That's what Phil and I will be doing. And um, we'll meet you at the Success Summit. Yeah. Bye. See you next time. This episode was brought to you by The Golden Road, the business program that helps you grow your business for more profit and freedom. So if you want to grow your business or want to know how to take it online and scale it, be sure to head over to goldenroad.io. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. It's been an incredible discussion. If you want to check out the show notes, you can go to thegoldenroad.io backslash session one. That's a one, a numerical one. So thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you listening. And if you loved this episode, be sure to leave us a review and share this with others who might like to hear this message. We look forward to sharing with you more in the next episode.